Good morning and welcome to our service this morning of prayers from the Burn Benefice for this, the second Sunday of Trinity. We keep a short moment of quiet and then we will hear an introit played by our organist Mary Heather on the organ at All Saints Thorpe. <laughs> of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us therefore confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. 
Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we say together the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And we say the Collect for the second Sunday after Trinity. O Lord, you have taught us that all of our doings without love are worth nothing. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of love, the true bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whoever lives is counted dead before you. Grant this for your only Son, Jesus Christ's sake, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the prophecy of Jeremiah, chapter 20, beginning at verse 7. O Lord, thou hast deceived me, and I was deceived. Thou art stronger than I, and thou hast prevailed. I have become a laughingstock all the day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out, I shout, violence and destruction, for the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say, I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering. Terror is on my every side. Denounce him. Let us denounce him, say all my familiar friends, watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived. Then we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who triest the righteous, who seest the heart and the mind, let me see thy vengeance upon them, for to thee have I committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy. 
from the hand of evildoers. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Romans, chapter 6, beginning at the first verse. Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the sinful body might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved in sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. For we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no long has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Our gradual hymn this morning is Lead Us, Heavenly Father, Lead Us. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. That Gospel is taken from uh, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, beginning in verse 24. A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them. For nothing that is covered up will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We were in the country, heading out for a summer drive in our people carrier along little winding roads, with four children and a dog, and the makings of a lunch all crammed in, when we heard the news of Lady Diana's death on the radio. We were a bit late hearing it, uh, for the press conference had been much earlier at six o'clock in the morning. It was unbelievable. And as we knew the road, 
the underpass at the Pont d'Alma. It made it very graphic and real. Our appetite for the picnic was broken and we went home to telephone relatives in England to find out what was going on there and to talk over the news, for it was bursting from us. There are moments when we have such news that we must tell, expecting a baby, becoming engaged to be married, getting a hopeful job, or the death of a loved one. Jeremiah had been prophesying as only he could prophesy, and Pashur the priest had taken him and publicly placed him in the stocks where everyone could see him. When he was released, Jeremiah continued as before, saying, You, Pashur, and all who live in your house shall go into captivity, and to Babylon you shall go, and there you shall die. Well, maybe these were not the best words to address to a man who had put you in the stocks and who had the power and probably the willingness to do so again. But as we hear Jeremiah in our reading tell, he was compelled to speak. For whenever I speak, I must cry out. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, then within me is something like a burning fire shut up in my bones. I am weary with holding it in and cannot. Jeremiah, you see, has received the call, the word of the Lord, and he must tell it. He cannot hold it in. In Matthew's Gospel, we hear Jesus say, Have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. So here, we have the same idea as Jeremiah's. What you have heard from me, and remember it is Jesus speaking, cannot be contained, hidden or covered, even from fear, maybe, of being put in the stocks. But it must be shouted from the very top of your house. I remember when I was installed as a curate in St Mary's Hitchin, the town centre church, which had a renowned set of particularly heavy bells, a court appeal was rung to announce my arrival. In this case, the news was shouted from the church top. Paul, writing in Romans, Paul, the convert, cannot keep it in. What then are we to say? How can we go on living like we once did, like we used to, when we have been called, when we have heard, when we have been baptised? No, he says, we must walk in the newness of life. All three of today's readings have this motif of being unable to let our belief and understanding of God go unspoken or unseen. This is surely as vitally important now as it was when these three passages were written. This morning over my coffee I listened to the BBC World Service news summary. It was not an inspiring ten minutes. The number of refugees is at a record high the number being repatriated at a record low. There have been Indian soldiers killed and captured on the border with China, and there are violent demonstrations everywhere. All of which makes me ask, have we been shouting loudly enough? Are the words, yes, burning like fire, but are they shut up in our bones?
C.S. Lewis, writing about Paul's exhortation to us to walk in the newness of life, says we must go for it. We must go for the full treatment. He means for the full implication of baptism. It is not easy, he says. But we are just now baptised and with the word of God, we are just now like eggs. It might be hard for an egg to turn into a bird. But it would be jolly so hard of it to learn to fly while remaining an egg. C.S. Lewis says, we must hatch. And Jeremiah, Paul and Jesus all agree. We must hatch. We cannot and should not hold in the news. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your church in all the world. And we bring before you those places where your followers are reviled and persecuted. Protect, we pray those communities of Christians of all denominations who are not free to openly speak your name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As different countries grapple with the various stages of the coronavirus pandemic, let us learn from one another, both from the success and challenges Lord, let there be sharing of experiences, wide conversations about the efficacy of prevention and treatment. Lord, show us how to work together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, who governs all things, teach the nations of the world the way of peace, that each country may discover its freedom by obeying your laws and let us listen to neighbours with your love Lord in your mercy hear our prayer 
Lord, we thank you for all those who give of their time, energy and knowledge to help administer, manage and take decisions for our parish councils. Keep them ever mindful of the needs of their communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Send your Holy Spirit, we pray, on all who suffer in mind, body or spirit. And we consider this morning especially those whose mental well-being has been badly affected by the conditions of our lockdown. Lord, be with them. Let them know your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who we love but no longer see and in this benefit in particular we pray for the families and friends of Bill Offord and Michael Hall Smith whose funerals are have taken place recently or will take place recently. Lord in your mercy hear our prayer. Lord of all who speaks to us in thought word and encounter Empower us to show in our speech and ways of being your love and your compassion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together now in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our closing hymn this morning is we have a gospel to proclaim. Uh, thank you for joining us for our service this morning and uh, welcome to you all. Uh, just to remind you that St Mary's Church Burnham Market Westgate is open every day from nine o'clock until six o'clock in the evening for private prayer and also that All Saints Sutton, which is a church which we're trying to keep specially for those who have been self isolating during this period of lockdown uh, is open on Wednesdays and Sundays again for private prayer. Please try to respect this idea. Uh, we're trying to keep a place especially uh, for those who might feel a little bit more nervous or who have special reason uh, to have been isolating. Next week beginning uh, on Tuesday with St Clement's we will have our churches open one day, those churches open one day a week for private prayer uh, in our usual town system. So on Tuesday, St Clement's will be open, on Thursday, St Margaret's will be open, and on Monday week, Thorpe uh, will be open, and that will continue. All three churches open for private prayer one day a week on, uh, respectively, Tuesday, Thursday and Monday. God bless you. And now for the blessing. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, 
and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.